The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week four of our Scorching Six Picks. On the line this week from Los Angeles, California, Green Bay Packers fan, Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, really excited. Just watched probably the best Thursday night game I've seen in a while. Uh, definitely last week was good, but I mean, this week was on another level, uh, just a complete shootout from both teams. And the Rams uh, continue to roll right along, look spectacular offensively. Defense was a little shaky. They were missing a couple guys today. But uh, just kind of want to get your thoughts on the Rams. Uh, going back to the late 90s, early 2000s, greatest show on the turf, greatest show on turf Rams, uh, Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, Oz Hakeem, Torrey Holt. How do you think this team kind of compares, and is it a fair comparison to to make to that late 90s, early 2000s Rams team in St. Louis? I think it is because their defense is really good, and then the offense is just stacked. They're both they're stacked on both sides of the ball. I didn't expect today's game to be a shootout the way it was, but uh, I really like their offense, and Goff is just, playing really well and I don't know if that's because of Sean McVay's offense or just a combination of both of Goff being good. Yeah, we saw uh, Goff today, 465 yards, five touchdowns, uh, or a thousand yards of total offense between both teams in the game. I really wasn't expecting that from Minnesota. I thought they would come in and struggle. I mean, we saw them only score one touchdown late last week against Buffalo at home. It was this something a good sign for Minnesota, or was more uh, kind of the injuries to the Rams' defenses? Uh, Akib Talib, Mark Barron, uh, what was the factor? What do you think? I think the Rams are just a better team overall, and I think it is a good sign for Minnesota after what happened last week. I think they're gonna they're on the right path. I mean, no one expected them to be one, two, and one right now, but I think they'll be fine. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, the Rams look definitely like one of the best teams in the NFL right now. I mean, right, assault, right along with the Chiefs. I mean, they just keep rolling along. And I, I think they're the only team in the NFL that for the rest of its games in the regular season is, is favored. So uh, it should be exciting to see them uh, moving to into the second quarter of the season. But with that, we'll get into the week four slate of the Scorching Six picks. We'll start off at Soldier Field in Chicago, the first game. The Chicago Bears hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and laying three points. What do you think about this game? I like Chicago on this one. I just think Tampa Bay is coming back to reality. They didn't play too well in in the, Sunday, the Monday night game the other day, and uh, they did come back, but uh, Steelers' defense just isn't that good. Bears' defense is much better. I think they're going to come back strong. I think 
Chicago is going to come back strong, and I think Fitzpatrick is coming back to reality. Uh, and I think uh, home field will def- definitely play a factor into this game at Soldier Field. So I'm taking the Bears minus three. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you here. I, I like the Bears uh, minus three in this one. I'm, I'm going to swallow the three points, take the Bears. Obviously, we saw with Tampa, Ryan Fitzpatrick extremely hot the first two weeks. Last week, he came down to earth a little bit like I kind of predicted on last week's Scorching Six. But, I mean, he still had a pretty good game, but he threw three interceptions against the Steelers' defense, which is kind of average, I guess. But he's going to be facing the best pass rusher in the NFL for the first three games of the season so far, Khalil Mack. Uh, He's the first player to have a sack and a forced fumble in three straight games since himself, actually, in 2016. So... Uh, he's just an absolute beast. I mean, he makes quarterbacks' lives a living hell. He's going to be after Ryan Fitzpatrick all day, in my opinion. And I think offensively, uh, Mitch Trubisky, obviously they're still calling a simplified offense to, to, for, for him to kind of get in, get him into some type of rhythm. But I like uh, Chicago's uh, two running backs to have uh, big games and big impacts in this game, Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen. And I, I'm going to go... Chicago minus three. I think they win this one 28 to 24. Uh, we'll agree on the first game and we'll move on to game number two. It's the AFC South battle in Indianapolis. We got the Colts hosting the Texans and giving one point at home. What do you think? I like Houston here. I just don't think uh, Indianapolis is going to be as good as they once were. And. Andrew Luck just isn't the same person he was. As you saw in last week's game, they even took him out on the last play when they needed Hail Mary and put it, put in their backup, Philip Dorsett. Uh, not Philip Dorsett. Who's, who's their... Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, yeah. And they put in Brissett, and his arm just isn't the same anymore, and their defense is awful. I think Deshaun Watson will have a big game. And uh, I think the the Texans win this one and get their first win. Yeah, I mean, this is really uh, kind of a, t- a tough game. I mean, you can basically flip a coin and pick. But, I mean, Houston, I mean, it was expected to compete with Jacksonville for the division title in, in the AFC South. And they've just been awful, I mean, the first three games. Especially defensively, they came in as one of the, I think, top five, six defenses in the league. And they've been absolutely awful. Uh they lost. They gave up. They let Eli Manning go twenty-five for twenty-nine last week and throw almost three hundred yards. So, what's kind of been the problem for the Texans? And has it been offensively or defensively? And what do you think they need to fix moving forward? The Texans. Yes. I think they just need to get better on defense. The offense is fine. Uh, on the offense, I haven't seen too much from DeAndre Hopkins, but that's because he's always double teamed. But Will Fuller has stepped up. He's got a touchdown every game with he's played with Deshaun Watson. Okay, fair enough. And then the Colts on the other side, we saw, you mentioned, they've had to bring in Jacoby Brissett. Uh, so what does that tell us about Andrew Luck's injury? I mean, how healthy is this guy? And is this going to be something that lingers and is a problem for him permanently in his career and in this entire season? I think he's 70 to 80%, but I think, He's still not 100%, but at the end of the day, you're going to play. 
is Andrew Luck over Jacoby Brissetta. So, but uh, he still looks solid. But I just, I just think Houston wins this one. It's played inside the dome, which will help both quarterbacks. And then uh, offensively, I think it's they're pretty evenly matched. I'd give Houston a slight edge, and defensively, I think Houston is much better overall. Indianapolis has an okay defense, but. Houston's defense is much better, especially on paper, but it hasn't performed as well as it should have. But I like Houston's defense. Okay, yeah. I'm going to agree with you on this one as well. I mean, as much as uh, I think Andrew Luck can keep Colts in the, the Colts in a game, I think Texans kind of uh, pressurize him with their pass rush uh, with Clowney, Watt, Merciless. Uh, they kind of get after him all game, in my opinion. And... They forced him into a couple turnovers, a couple picks, and I see the Texans winning this one in a close one, 21-17, to 17, so I'm going to take Houston plus one and I agree with you. And with that, we'll move on to game number three. It's another divisional battle. Got the 3-0 Miami Dolphins leading the AFC East, traveling to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. And we got the home team Patriots laying six and a half points. What do you think? Everyone's really off on New England right now. Tom Brady just hasn't been himself the past two weeks. Uh, Miami surprisingly 3-0 and coming off a, a win. Uh, I think New England takes this one. Miami hasn't had any impressive wins yet, in my opinion. I think New England's Tom Brady's going to be good, a lot better than he has been. He's getting Josh Gordon. He will be playing it's in Foxborough. He plays much better at home, and I this is I think this is a must-win situation for New England. I think they're going to win by double digits. Yeah, I mean, we saw with New England. I mean, this is kind of similar to a situation I think we saw uh, four years ago when New England went into Kansas City on a prime time Monday night type game, and they got just absolutely blasted by uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it was like 41-14. to 14, And then there were swirlings of, is, the, is this the Patriots run over? Tom Brady needs to retire. Uh, he's done. Stick a fork in him. And then three months later, they were uh, hoisting the Lombardi Trophy after beating the Seahawks in Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 47 or 48 or 49, I think. So... We've seen this story before with the Patriots, uh, some slow starts, but they always seem to figure it out, and they've always been doing that for the last 16, 17 seasons under Belichick and Brady, and I see no different this season, in my opinion. I'm going to agree with you on this one as well. This is a kind of a big line for interdivisional rivalry against the Dolphins. The Dolphins kind of play them tough, usually. But uh, I think this, like you said, must win for New England. So I'm going to swallow the six and a half points here. Agree with you. Take the Patriots. And then, like you mentioned, the Dolphins, they kind of had some fluky wins. I mean, the first game against Tennessee, that's probably their most impressive win. And even that game, that was like kind of marred by the weather, the hurricane. It was kind of a fluky game. They had two different delays of over like two and a half hours. So we can't really read much from that game. And then they beat the Jets and the Raiders the next two games. So they are 3-0. and you got to give them credit. But kind of not very quality wins. And then this is definitely the hardest team they're going to face so far. And 
they're gonna have their hands full. I think I think Brady's gonna go for three hundred fifty yard plus yards in my opinion, three to four touchdowns, and he's gonna ha- find Gronk and some other receivers, and the Patriots are gonna put a lot of points in my opinion. I'm gonna go thirty one to twenty Patriots in this one. So we agree with all three. All for all three of the first three games, the early afternoon games. We'll move into game number four and the late afternoon games. Uh, we have another divisional battle. Seattle Seahawks traveling to Glendale, Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals and laying three points on the road. What do you think? Uh, we got Seattle coming off their first win at home versus the Cowboys, and we got Arizona coming off a tough home loss, which they blew the lead to the Bears. Arizona looked pretty impressive. I watched the game throughout, but they blew the lead. And Seattle just held the lead throughout the way. I, I, I think Seattle wins this one because this uh, Arizona is going to be starting uh, rookie Josh Rosen, and it's going to be his first start. So I think he's going to have a tough time. And uh, David Johnson just hasn't been himself throughout the season so far. I don't know what's going on, if it's the offensive coordinator or if it's just David Johnson himself. He's not, he hasn't been playing up the numbers he has. And Seattle, I, I would just press Russell Wilson over Josh Rosen. The defenses are about the same. I mean, Seattle's defense is not, isn't great anymore, but they're still okay. And Arizona's about the same. Okay, okay defense. And I like Seattle minus three in this one. Yeah, I mean, these are kind of two teams that probably don't appear to make the playoffs this season. Uh, Arizona, like I've mentioned on previous podcasts, is just absolutely awful. I mean, they have a brutal schedule, and this is probably one of their easier games, and I think they still have their hands full in this one. I think Russell Wilson historically plays good in uh, Glendale on the road in in past seasons. I think he's going to continue that uh, and outplay Josh Rosen handily in this one. And I'm going to agree with you as well, the three points here with Seattle. I'm I'm going to take them to win this one 31-24. So not much more to say for that one. And we'll move on to game number five, Sunday night game in primetime at Heinz Field, the home team Pittsburgh Steelers, taking on their divisional rival, Baltimore Ravens, and giving three points at home. What do you think? As said earlier, we, we got Pittsburgh coming off their first win, a must win. And then we have Baltimore coming off a big home win with Denver 27-14. I, but I, I think in the end of the day, Pittsburgh wins this one. It's at home. They, they figured out their stuff. They're really not missing Le'Veon Bell. James Conner is filling in very well. And I think Antonio Brown will have a breakout game. Juju Smith-Schuster has been playing lights out this season. It looks like a breakout season for him. I think Pittsburgh wins this game by a touchdown. Okay, I mean, this is uh, obviously Pittsburgh's primetime game. They always get up for this divisional-type game. And I'm going to have to agree with you here again. I mean, we're, we're agreeing on all the games so far. I don't know what's going on, but I just think Ben Roethlisberger between home and road is just a day and night difference as far as his quarterback play. And I think he's going to have 
his two big main uh, receivers, Juju and Antonio Brown, and be able to find them on the outside. And then uh, Connor, he's not definitely not Le'Veon Bell, but he definitely can provide uh, consistency in the run game and kind of a little bit of change of pace and kind of keep the defense honest. So I think he'll get close to 100 yards. And Pittsburgh, I think, will cover this minus three-point spread pretty easily, in my opinion. I'm going to go 27-20 to 20 Pittsburgh in this one, and they're going to move to 2-1-1, one, and one, in my opinion. So with that, we'll agree on that one and move on to game number six, the last one. Monday night in primetime from Mile High in Denver, Colorado. We've got the Broncos hosting the 3-0 Chiefs. We got the road team Chiefs giving five points in this one. What are your thoughts on this game? On this one, I gotta give it to Patrick Mahomes. First off, he's been amazing. I did not expect this. I don't think anyone did. He's been amazing. Lights out. Uh, then we got Denver coming off a loss. Denver, Denver has looked okay. In this one, I'm gonna take the surprise pick. I don't think you're gonna agree with me on this one, but I'm gonna take. Denver plus five, and I think Denver is going to win this game. Everyone's just going to bet on Patrick Mahomes to win this one, and normally when the public bets on one side, Vegas is right. And Denver is a really hard place to play at. They have a great defense, starting with Von Miller, and I think Denver wins this one by a field goal. Yeah, I mean, Denver, obviously one of the tougher stadiums in in the entire NFL to play in due to the high elevation. So, I mean, we haven't seen that kind of uh, moment for Mahomes yet where he kind of ha- faces some type of adversity, some kind of struggles. So from what you're saying, this is the game where he's going to face it, have Von Miller, Bradley Chubb in his face, kind of uh, be in a little bit of a deficit uh, to start the game and kind of had to fight back. Is that what you're saying? I think he's definitely, he's not, I don't know if he'll, throw, he'll still have two or three touchdowns, but he's going to throw an interception and something something bad's going to happen. Because if, if you haven't noticed, the Chiefs' defense is awful. They have played well, but they, give, they also give up a lot of points, too. Yeah, I mean, they definitely uh, give up a lot of points. I mean, I definitely think uh, the Niners probably would have made it a little interesting last week if uh, Garoppolo hadn't... Uh, Went down with the torn ACL. They might not have won, but I think they would have made it a little. They would have uh, gave the Chiefs a little, a little sweat there at the end. But I mean, the Chiefs uh, offensively has have looked just as good as the Rams. I mean, the first three games, uh, Patrick Mahomes at uh, thirteen touchdowns in their first three games, most by any quarterback in NFL history. Uh, passing Peyton Manning from Peyton Manning's uh, twenty thirteen season, where he threw fifty five touchdowns. And then, I mean, the Chiefs, I mean, they're just so fun to watch. I mean, they have so many weapons offensively. Uh, little guy Tyreek Hill, uh, one of the better tight ends in the league, and Travis Kelsey. And then Sammy Watkins uh, kind of showed what he can do. I mean, Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Uh, and then Mahomes, I mean, he, he just hasn't broken a sweat. He looks like he, he can play any type of style. I mean, I, I don't know. This is a really tough game just because Denver is such a tough environment to play in. But I, I think the Chiefs keep rolling. I mean, they usually play well in these uh, type of September-type, October-type games. 
uh, from past season experience. So I'm going to disagree with you here on game number six and go the other way and swallow the five points with the, the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think they moved to 4-0. and and along with the Rams, join them and become 4-0. So I'm going to go 35-28 uh, to 28 in this one. I think the Chiefs take it and move to 4-0. So with that, that'll wrap it up for Week 4 Scorching 6 Picks. Thank you so much, Rebound. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Before we sign off, I want to give a shout-out to my boys, Nas, Zoo, Ace, and Adil. For sure, shout out to Nas, Ace, Zoo, and Adil. And shout out to everyone listening. Thank you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoy all of the week four games. And we'll see you guys next week for week five, Scorching Six.